Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with today's conversation about resilience. But first, if you're interested in creating a better life, having a better career, please visit kintsugipodcast.com and grab your free workbook on how to have a better life. In it, you'll discover tips and routines so you can find the energy for the things and the people who matter most so you can create a better tomorrow and create the life and career you desire. Growing up, I thought men were tough, strong, emotionally reserved. They kept all their emotions checked. Girls were emotional. They were irrational. And in terms of how men led, it was with authority, order, power, power over, command and control, if you will. They had status. And since my dad would tell me at dinner, hey, Mike, he calls me Mike, you should eat your vegetables. They put hair on your chest. So I thought men had all these qualities of strength, like athletes and warriors, as well as influence and power and a whole bunch of hair on their chest. So I think about those days, those dinners. And I also think about the first time my dad caught me shaving my legs for cycling. And I can't help but laugh every time I think about that moment, because I was shaving off what little hair I actually had on my body, except for the hair I had on my head. And back when I was growing up, if you got called a girl or gay by some of your some of the boys in your class, that was like an emotional gunshot wound to your core, to the definition of what I thought masculinity was all about. And in seventh grade, one of my classmates, Joe, and I were the two boys who decided to take home ec. All the rest of the guys in seventh grade took shop. They were building things. They were being men or growing into that definition of what masculinity was all about. And we got called every name in the book. And those names were not compliments. Even the girls thought we were a little weird. But we thought, hey, we're just being smart because you know what? Guys got to eat. Might as well learn how to cook. Back then, boys, gosh, they could be so cruel to each other. I think it's true to today. Back then, boys could be so cruel to one another. And that's true today as well. And when those boys grow up, it also happens in corporate America or our corporate lives, wherever we may be. Some will say, hey, Michael, you're just being way too sensitive. Boys will be boys. But is that how we want boys to be? Is that how they want to be? A few weeks ago during our shelter in place, I watched the movie, The Mask You Live In. You can find it on Amazon Prime. I highly recommend it. One of my friends, Sean Andrews, told me about it. She does amazing research in the gender equality space. And today, I want to recommend it to you, even if you don't have a boy or a daughter or any kids at all, because let's be honest, I think we've watched everything on Netflix that we can watch. So this documentary will help us shift our perspective on how we look at each other in this moment of pause, in this opportunity that we all have to create a better normal. And I cried a whole bunch watching it. I went through a lot of tissue. And when I was crying, I thought back to crying when I was younger, because some of the boys that are profiled in the documentary were crying. And I remember when I was growing up, when I cried, people would tell me, stop crying. Girls cry. Be a boy. Don't be a girl. Stop crying. I wasn't allowed to express those emotions. That wasn't part of the male masculinity script. And I love my dad. And my dad never said that to me. But here's the interesting thing. As I thought about this week's conversation about resilience, I've never seen my dad cry, never. 
He's 83. I'm 52. Never seen him cry. And since we adopt behavior to survive, we put our body armor on as boys, we put on our mask, and we go into battle and we point our finger at those that don't have as much status as we do. We tell them, hey, we tease them. You throw like a girl, you run like a girl, you're gay. Anything to bring them down a notch in the masculinity status. And here's the thing. I did it when I was younger, even though I was picked on for taking home ec, I was called every name in the book. Again, none of the names were compliments. And as I was saying it, I didn't believe it because here's the reality. There were a lot of girls in our class that could run freaking fast. I wish I could run as fast as they could run, but I wanted to be part of the boys, part of the guys. So I said those things just to fit in. And today, the women I ride with, I wish I could ride as fast as some of those women because they are also freaking fast. The thing is, is that as boys, we learn how to repress our emotions. And then as adult males, we continue to do it. We push all that stuff down, especially if we think that emotion or that feeling is too feminine. Doesn't fit our script of masculinity. But when we pack all that crap down, it leaves a mark. There's some pressure there. And it starts to build up and build up and build up until it finally just has to come out. And that which comes out is pain. And when pain wants to make a public appearance, it usually appears as anger. I learned that concept on the podcast on being from Krista Tippett. So when we think about anger or frustration or irritation, especially now as we're going through Corona, because we have a lot of that starting to percolate up to the surface. Well, those are emotions that guys are free to express at home, sometimes domestic violence, at work, command and control. And I still remember the time. I was 22. I was just starting out my career. And my general manager got in my face and called me a certain part of a female's body that has been made famous by a certain someone. And he chewed me out and called me that name repeatedly for not closing a sale in front of 25 of my peers, 24 of which were men, only one female salesperson. And he brought me down a few notches on that masculinity status grid. He was so angry with me. And he was going to make sure I knew who was in charge, that he was the man. There was no doubt about it. And I felt like I was in seventh grade all over again. Now, luckily, we've all survived seventh grade. Some of us barely, but we survived it. We have survived 100% of our bad days. That's what being resilient is all about. But with Corona, I think we have an opportunity. When I go out and do my work, workshops, speaking, I share with companies, I believe we can change or when we change how we work together, we will change how we live together because we spend so much time at work. But since we're spending so much time at home, I'm going to shift that saying just ever so slightly. I believe when we change how we live together, we will change how we work together. And let's be honest, we need to change how we work together and live together. This pause button, I think it's a message to us to say, hey, you know what? Y'all haven't been doing it right. We're going to give you some time to think. We're going to give you some time to get back up because we're going to sort of bop you on your butt. When you get back up, hopefully you'll go forward with a little bit more knowledge, a little bit more wisdom, maybe a different way. So maybe just maybe we can use this moment, which I believe, and if you've paid attention to other conversations about resilience on the Kintsugi podcast, you know, I believe that this moment, I, I think it's happening for us, not to us. Something I had to discover 
as I was recovering from my last bad day, that my accident didn't happen to me, it happened for me. And in this moment that is happening for us, maybe just maybe we can shift our conversation with each other. And maybe we can start us guys just having a conversation of what it means to be a man today. Maybe it's time to throw out that old script of masculinity and write a new one. And writing your own script is really what having your last bad day is all about. It's saying, I'm not going to follow society's script. I'm going to write my own. How cool is that? And I'm not saying that part of this new script that men have to be women or women have to behave like men to move up the corporate ladder. I think that advice is horrible. Just as I will say that I don't think men have to be just like women. I think we can have our own identities. But maybe the new script can be this, that the new definition of masculinity is men who are strong and confident, but also empathetic and compassionate. They lead with love, not fear. Maybe this script is about having power with versus power over. One that we respect women as equals at work and in the office. And one that we can appreciate the beauty of women, the sexiness of women, but we don't see them as sexual conquests, something or someone to dominate. And maybe just maybe we can have in this script the permission to take off our masks, remove our body armor, and we can give that permission to to the boys in our lives. So we can feel what we need to feel in this moment so we can handle what we need to handle. Because we're feeling a whole bunch, whether we want to express it or not, worry, anxiety, fear in this moment because of all the uncertainty. So instead of repressing it, we can express it with emotional control. It's part of being an emotional, intelligent leader because we're going to get through this moment. We are getting through this moment. We're getting closer to the end each and every day. And when we do, we have a chance to create a better normal. The question really is, what do we want this better normal to look like? For me, I really haven't figured it out completely. But there is one part that I know I really wish for. And that includes men who wish to be better tomorrow than they were yesterday. Men who wish to write a new script on what it means to be a man, that new masculinity script, to create something better, not only for themselves, but their boys, their daughters, their wives, the business that they work for or the business that they run or maybe just society in general, because we need a new script. Call it mother nature, universe, or God. Someone's telling us, hey, it's time for a new script. I'm giving you this pause button. This is happening for us, not to us. And here's the thing. If you're listening, you may not agree with this. And that's okay if you don't agree. We don't have to agree on everything. We can disagree without being disagreeable, though. But maybe that pushback, the fact that you don't agree, maybe that pushback is really just your body armor speaking, because we're all a little bit scared of the better normal, the new normal, because we're not sure if we can be successful like we were in the past in the new reality, the new normal. And if we feel that worry or anxiety about the future, that is totally normal. So if you don't agree because you like it the way you like it and you want things to go back to the way they were, okay, I'm going to let you get your jam on for that. But if this is about, I want to go there, but I'm a little nervous and my body armor is speaking for me, then my message to you is, I got you. And we will get through this together. We can figure it out one conversation at a time. So as always, thanks for listening to the Kintsugi podcast and another conversation about resilience. We are better together and we will get through this together. I know we will. 
And if you have a question for me about almost anything, go to kintsugipodcast.com, leave it there, and I'll do my best to answer it either on a future conversation about resilience or just through email. And while you're there, you can check out my Leadership Academy to help you strengthen your leadership skills, but also help you work on your script, help you have your last bad day so you can create a better life and have a better career. Again, that's at kintsugipodcast.com. And if you haven't subscribed or left a review for the Kintsugi Podcast, please do so. Please share this with someone in your Peloton that needs to hear this message. That would be awesome sauce if you did. And until next week's conversation about resilience, I hope you stay healthy. And of course, I hope you have fun storming the castle. Talk to you soon.